Welcome, everybody, to our show tonight. We're going to get started here in just a minute. Okay, everybody. I hope that song wasn't too annoying. <laughs> this song kind of annoying. It got a little bit long there. We have so much to talk about tonight. We have so much to discuss. Wow. Most of us are are in our homes uh, more or less permanently <laughs> and wondering what the heck's going on. What is going on with the universe? Um, I have some information I th think you'll find interesting tonight. Um, I have, I'll share with you my own way of looking at this whole uh, coronavirus thing that we're going through right now. And we'll talk about the future as well. First of all, I want to say that um, in the card system, some people people have tried to come up with a card that represents what's going on in the entire world. But as far as I can tell, just from my own experience, none of the theories or methods that have come, been come up with so far have been interesting or accurate. There may be, though, there may be a way like we can use astrology, we can actually pinpoint with astrology times when very scary kinds of things will happen. We can also pinpoint times when energy is flowing well. Um, and we're going to talk about that in relationship to this virus epidemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. But in the cards, we don't have anything like that. We don't have an overall thing of the whole world. What we do have, though, is each individual's karma. And your individual karma during the time of the pandemic will be very unique. Everybody's everybody's karma on this will be unique. Okay? Not no two people will be affected in exactly the same way. Uh, some people have lost a lot of money, for example. If you have if you had a lot of savings in the stock market, you have lost money because the stock market has lost over 30% of its value, which is how much it gained since Trump took office and more, and it's still struggling to regain anything. Okay, so if you if your wealth was connected with the stock market, you have probably lost money, and that may leave you feeling very insecure. However, if you happen to be in the food service business right now, like a supermarket or Amazon or somebody, you're making a killing right now. You're hiring more people 
because people are buying like out of fear and they're buying crazy and you're there to sell it to them and the supply chains are keeping up I mean there was this initial uh, shortage of things when everybody hit the store so quickly but all the supply chains have, have have caught up and now I can go to my like local Trader Joe's and they have everything that I normally have there sitting on the shelves and they're struggling because people are still panic buying and it's going pretty wild uh, but <laughs> but the people that own these companies they're very happy they're making so much money okay I mean how else could Amazon hire a hundred thousand new people than other companies are hiring a hundred and fifty thousand new people okay so it's not ubiquitous it's not everybody who's being given the hard times uh, and of course there's people that sell stock that sell shorts they short the stocks which means they basically bet they're going to go down and they're making they have made money um, and you know you heard the story about the senators who who heard about the virus early on and pulled all their money out of their stocks and they saved a lot of money by getting out of the stock market so so it's all individual really but let's just talk about it um, let's just talk about it a little bit let's look at it I want to share with you about astrology okay so back in February of 1345 1345 Wow that's like almost 700 years ago okay um, there was a conjunction of Mars Jupiter and Saturn and astrologers at the time blamed that conjunction of Mars Jupiter and Saturn on the black death which was a bubonic plague which struck all over the world uh, it killed uh, well depending on who you read about it it killed anywhere from 30 percent to 60 percent of all the people in Europe uh, like over what was it let me see 50 million it's somewhere between 20 and 50 million people were killed as a matter of fact it had an 80% mortality rate if you got it there was only a one out of five chance that you would live and there's cases there's people that uh, stories about people that went to bed one night with no symptoms at all and didn't and didn't make it through the night they died before the the, the, the uh, Sun came up so in terms of like actual problematic stuff that was way 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 worse and of course they didn't have the science that we have now they didn't have the ability to analyze what's going on and all this other stuff okay so and as you might know uh, the flu the flu virus which we have which you've had for a long time it kills about 20,000 people a year so uh, that just to help you put things in a little bit of perspective okay so now what's interesting is that we have we have had in the last two weeks we've had a conjunction of Mars Jupiter and Saturn also I thought that was very interesting um, and you know when Jupiter and Saturn get together you could almost expect there to be some uh, 
financial downfall of some considerable amount. Not, I, I wouldn't say it's the worst thing because that conjunction, it just means that Saturn is retarding the goodness of Jupiter. Okay. And Saturn and Mars are known as the two malefic planets. So when they're together, that's not good. So it's Saturn, Mars, and Jupiter. But it's, it's a conjunction. And actually, if you look at the planets today, right now, they're actually making good aspects to other planets. I mean, uh, right now, we, we actually have Jupiter, Pluto, and Mars conjunct within like one degree of each other. And they're trining Venus. They're sextiling the, the moon. They're sextiling uh, Neptune. So there are no squares to this conjunction. Okay, but back in 1345, in February, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn were conjunct, but they were squaring Uranus and Pluto, which had not even been discovered yet. So those astrologers had no way of knowing. So they, they just said, well, that conjunction is bad because look what happened, you know. But they didn't know that Uranus and Pluto even existed, and they were making a hard square to Mars, Saturn, and Jupiter. So that square, those squares were really uh, the, would be more of like the sign that something really bad was going to happen on the planet, and which it did back then. So we have Pluto conjuncting Jupiter and Mars right now. And Jupiter conjunct Pluto is a, is a, is a fabulous money aspect. But you got to remember that Saturn was there. Now Saturn is actually as of today, Saturn is no longer in Capricorn. It's actually moved into Aquarius. And it's really not close enough to any of the other planets to be cons considered a real conjunction. It's like six degrees off. So Saturn has already kind of moved out. So I just wanted to say that this particular situation is not going to be anything like any of the bad plagues and things that we've had in the past. It's it's mostly um, just a, it's a very fast spreading virus, so of course you have to take precautions. Um, uh, there's a lot of information going around now about how uh, taking vitamin C or not, not vitamin C, but taking lemon juice and so forth and different things that really works and also not to take ibuprofen. Apparently ibuprofen is very bad um, and it, it males get it more than females by about two to one. Um, uh, type A blood has a much greater chance of getting it than type O, which has the least chance of getting it blood type. So there's things you can know about this and so forth, but I think you're going to find that right now, when I look around the U.S., besides the people that are really sick and struggling for their life, everybody else, this is just a minor inconvenience. It's a minor inconvenience. You know, we can't go to the restaurants, we can't go to movies, we can't go to football games, we can't go to baseball games, we can't go out in public, we can't join together, we can't go to uh, bars and here in Nashville, you can't go to pubs, you can't go to breweries, and we have like a thousand breweries here. So it's changed our lifestyle. It's put a lot of things into perspective. I think it's been, in a way, it's it's retarded business. That's, I mean, my business has really slowed down. Uh, I think other people's business have a lot of people who work in restaurants and theaters and so forth. They're out of work right now. They're on furlough. Uh, the government's going to send us money. But I think when this is all over, we're going to look back on this and go, 
that wasn't really that bad. That really wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, yeah, people died, but people die every year of things like this. This one just happens to be a little bit more contagious than the average flu, and so it spreads faster. I guess babies aren't affected by it at all. Um, that's what I've heard. I think that's true. I, you know, I may have some of my information wrong. I just read what I can on a daily basis. So I think it's important for all of us to just take a look around a little bit in your own life. Uh, there is a story that Eckhart Tolle tells about this uh, famous Zen Buddhist master. <clears throat> and he would look at his students and he would say, what, what in this moment is missing? You know, and I think if you bring everything back to the here and now and realize just how fortunate we are, oh my God, we have so much that you can realize that actually you're in pretty good shape. I, there may be some of you who are sick or you might know somebody who's sick. There could be an old person who has already had preconditions that were put their health. I mean, I have a sister who has a very low immune system, and uh, if she got sick, she would probably have a really hard time. Uh, there's people that I know and people that you know that that will, some will get sick and some may die of this. And, you know, the older people are, I'm 67. I mean, you think I'd be worried about it. I'm not really worried about it because I'm healthy and I know how to take care of myself. Um, so it's it's really, it comes down to like personal karma. But I think it would be a mistake from the average person to get so worked up about this. I think it's absolutely important to take all the precautions to stop the spread of it so that it's over and done with. It stops having new hosts to jump to. It's very important to do that, but not to get so freaked out about it. Because I, I, there's a lot of people that I know. I'm, I'm reading stuff that they're writing on Facebook, and I'm, uh, you know, hearing their conversations, and I'm like, man, you're really freaking out. I really didn't think you were that kind of person that would just freak out so easy like that. And it kind of surprised me, actually. I was like, wow. Uh, I, I thought, you know, I sort of thought these people. I mean, I would say the way I look at it is, if you're, if you're intelligent and you really look at everything in a more um, what it would be objective manner you could see that yeah it's actually not that bad okay it's not that bad and I think it's going to be temporary it's going to last maybe another month and then we'll start to see I think we'll start to see a decline in cases within three to four weeks and then it'll be like it won't be news anymore it'll be like it's fading out so it's not going to be news anymore so if you have particular health cards right now, you know, if you have cards that say, wow, look, I'm going to get sick coming up or whatever, yeah, you, I would be very concerned. If I had those kind of cards right now, I'd be taking extra special precautions with my health. I would be very, very careful. We just had our first case, confirmed case of coronavirus in our county uh, two days ago. And we hadn't had any until then. We have about, I don't know how many we have in our county. I think it's about 120,000 people. It's not a very big county. Uh, down here where I am tonight, I'm in Georgia and close to Athens, Georgia. In this county, they have 10 confirmed cases, but they have a half a million people, half a billion people here. They have, I'm sorry, half a million people. They have 500,000 people. So it's a little more people. So, I mean, 
And there are places, of course, like New York City and Washington State and places where there's a lot of cases um, where you would have to be a lot more careful going out in public. It's not to that extent here yet. So if your cards are good, trust your cards because I, I think you're going to find that your cards will always turn out to be true in the end, okay? Every, that's how it usually works out, okay? So um, I'm going to talk a little bit about, I want to talk just a little bit about Harvey Weinstein. He's basically um, one of the two last guys that are getting prosecuted for the sex offenses. And he's got very difficult cards this year, last year, and next year. He's um, He's been having a pretty hard time. He's got a six of spades long range this year. Um, that's karma, you know, uh, it, it's, um, let's see, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, that was last year, I think, hold on, let me see, do, 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 let me get to the, yeah, last year he had a six of spades and seven of clubs, this year he has a six of hearts, well, he will, yeah, yeah, he just had a birthday on March the 19th, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, Cheryl. Uh, somebody just typed, yeah, I just read that. They just reported that he has the virus. He got the virus in prison. Now, you know, places where the air is recirculated, like on cruise ships, on airplanes, and in prisons, very scary place to be with a virus that's floating around. It's coming back around, okay? It's just going back around. Anyway, Harvey's... Uh, his troubles are not over yet. He's already been convicted. Uh, I think there's going to be more to come for him. Um, and the same thing for R. Kelly. R. Kelly, his his things are just adding up. His his problems are just adding up more and more cases. So both R. Kelly and uh, Harvey Weinstein, they may never see uh, the light of day out of prison again. Uh, for this is just the timing of these things. These are karma. These sixes are karma. This is when karma gets met. You know, uh, last year was a Saturn year for Harvey with the six of spades and seven of clubs. So, wow, you know, these, these cards are always right. I mean, we don't, we, we can't always predict um, what's going to happen because, you know, we go in, I talked about this about, I don't know, four or five shows ago about why our personal predictions are usually wrong. And it's usually because there's so so many hopes and fears connected to it when we're doing our own cards. Very difficult to be objective and just look at them uh, objectively so you can be accurate. But looking at other people, it's not too hard to be accurate. It's not too hard to see what's going on. It's not too hard to see what's coming up. You know, I've talked about the presidential elections um, so far. The predictions I've made have come true. Um, we'll have to see about the presidential, but I know I really think Trump's going to lose. I think we're going to see if 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 what I think is true is going to happen. I think when you once the Democratic primary is complete and um, Biden is uh, you know the Democratic nominee, I think that you're going to see Trump his energy in this become lackluster, like he won't be fired up like he was the first time. I think that's what's going to happen. The reason I think that is because that's what happened when Bush 
ran against, Bush Sr. ran against Clinton. They were both in the pinnacle year. And, you know, uh, Clinton was rising up and Bush was stepping down. And he just didn't, he just did not come across like he really wanted to win. And it was, was obvious. And I have a feeling we're going to see that same symptom this time with Trump. I'll be, you know, I'll be surprised if we don't. I'm just basing this on what happened before and what I observed before. And the other thing is that Trump's pinnacle year is not in his birth card spread like it was with, uh, with the past election with, um, with Bush and Clinton. They were both, it was their birth card that was in pinnacle position. With Trump, it's his ruling card. So that may have, that may change the way this turns out, okay? That may change it. But I'm betting that it's not. I'm betting that, that he's going to step down from his high place uh, next year. We'll have to see. I, I really don't care anymore. I mean, I voted, actually voted for Bernie Sanders in the primaries. First time I voted, I think, in 20 years or more. Uh, I just like, I just want to see somebody new come in and mix things up. And he's really calling a lot of the stuff, calling people out for all the bullshit. But, you know, he just, he just didn't have the energy, the popularity to, to go forth. It's too bad. I would just love to see somebody like that get into office and make some big changes and so forth and so on. Okay. So that is my little speech. I mean, I wrote an article. I haven't published it yet about the coronavirus, really about, about how our fear is really the big thing we have to be, that we have to deal with. It's like there's, there's basically, I talk about two kinds of fear. There's real fear where like your actual life is in danger uh, or your safety is in danger in immediately, like right in the now. And then there's psychological fear, which is like fear of something in the future that may happen. And psychological fear can just can eat us to pieces. It really can. And like I think that's the real enemy in times like now is not allowing the psychological fear to overcome us and to not to not allow it to make our choices in our life, to not base our choices on things that we're really afraid will happen sometime in the future, you know. I do think it's very important to be practical. Don't be stupid. But like when we're overcome with fear, we just go out and buy too much toilet paper. <laughs> I read, I read some article. Some guy had like bought so much toilet paper and so much hand uh, sanitizer that he actually ended up donating it to some charity organization afterwards because he kind of came calm down and he realized he. He like bought all of it out of a store or something. Anyway, um, so psychological fear. So I, I may actually publish the article if you guys are interested. You can let me know. Um, I haven't published a new article in quite a while. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to we're going to go into Q and A mode here, and you guys can raise by pressing the button if you're using the app or if you're calling on a phone, you hit star six and then the number one. And I will know that you want to ask something or share something. And I will call on you because we're going to have maybe a half an hour or so of uh, this Q&A session. Okay. 
So I'm going to just have a short break here, just play something a little mellow here, and then we'll be right back for the second half of the show. Okay, so uh, if I call on you, uh, please, if you have a question about your cards, uh, and whoever is calling, please say what your name is, your first name. And um, then if you have a question about your cards, please tell us your birthday so I can look you up, so I can respond. Um, yeah, uh, you should not be able to see me. This is not being broadcast as a video. It's just audio only. Uh, uh, those of you who are curious about that, it's just an audio-only uh, broadcast. Okay, so we're going to start out with with uh, an old friend of mine, George. How you doing, George? Um, hi, Robert. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I hear you're actually really good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, perfectly. Thanks for um, your show tonight. My question is what to do, how to look at when you have like a good card and a bad card kind of equally strong at the same time. I'm March 25th, 1961. Okay, hold on. Let me see here. Your birthday is coming up here. Yeah, and then I'm going to start a most blessed year. But I know uh -huh. that I have the, I'm going to be displacing the nine of diamonds for the first almost seven weeks or something. Uh, let me see here. In the seven-week period. Oh, don't. I wouldn't get too excited about the seven-week cards. I really wouldn't. But do I don't. Know, I, I, an example, but I see it. I just it pops up a lot in the last couple of years, where I see like an eight of diamonds and a nine of diamonds. Yes, but the seven week cards. I mean, I never meant people to actually use those because you have the fifty two day cards. You know, like uh, that's all you need. Don't be like I. I would not. You know, I would not. I would not use those for like trying to read your destiny at all. I would not. And you got good cards. You have a nine of spades in Mercury, but it's with a four of hearts and it has a four of clubs under it. So that's not going to be a bad nine of spades. And you got two of diamonds and four of clubs. You got really all good cards. So you have nothing to be concerned about. <laughs> okay. I hope that helps. <laughs> in what time period are you looking at there? I'm looking at Mercury, which is at, after your birthday. Oh, I see. Okay, for the first 52-day period. Yes, exactly. And then which is, uh, a most blessed year is pretty good. Uh, most blessed year means, if you probably read the description, it means you're going to get something that you really want in your heart of hearts. Okay? You're going to get that. And, it, you know, it doesn't always come in the beginning of the year. Uh, it, it can come almost any time. I've seen it come right in the beginning, and I've seen it come towards the end of the year. 
So there's no particular time when that will show up for you. Oh, so it's like but, a thing or a person or an event or something that shows up at any time or over the course of the year, but it's like one thing. But it's very it's something that you really consider important that it go your way and that you get what you want and you're going to get it. I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to mention before I say goodbye that um, thanks again. And I always, when I read the cards, I always, for the last few years, ask the order of the Magi in the astral plane to be present. And it's amazing how things have happened since then. So, oh wow, that's really so cool, man. You just why don't ask. you why, why don't you write a little article about that and send it to me, and I'll publish it. Okay. But, now that um, would be great to share that with uh, some of those stories with other people. Yeah, sure. Thanks so much for um, for your show tonight, and thanks for answering my question. Yeah, great to have you, George. Good to talk to you again. Okay, bye for now. Bye-bye. Okay, next on the list is somebody from the 415 area code. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Hi. Hi. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Oh, hi, Robert. Hi, this is Nancy. Hi, Nancy. And yeah, I had a question because I have some more some cards uh, this year, and um, they may be related to the pandemic that's going on right now. Um, I'm a seven of diamonds. What's your uh, birthday? Libra, October second, seventy four. Okay. Okay, so you're looking at what your Saturn period? Yeah, Saturn and Uranus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Well, the Saturn has a Nine of Diamonds, but that's with the King of Spades, so I just don't think that's going to be a problem, the Saturn period, honestly. King of Spades okay. is like this magic card that, like, takes care of everything, you know. Okay. So the, the Seven of, Sp of Spades in Uranus could be a health thing. Absolutely, it could be a health thing. Uh, you have that for life, you know. This is your life spread all over again, practically. You know what I mean? Age well, 45. The Seven of Diamonds switches with a Nine of Hearts. Yeah, you go to the Nine of Hearts, but you, you basically have both those karmas. So the Seven of Spades has a Six of Clubs with it. It's not, Six of Clubs is not so bad. And honestly, Sevens and Nines in, the, in Uranus and Neptune tend to have a positive outcomes. So I would be, if I were you, I'd be exploring what are the positive interpretations of that seven of spades in Uranus, okay? Because that's a card of faith and a card of doing spiritual work. So it might have something to do with the work that you're going to be doing or doing now. You understand? Yeah, absolutely. And I do do spiritual work, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but this would be like a new chapter of it or a new wrinkle to it or something like that because it's it's not just showing there up there because you're already doing it. It's it's talking about something, some new event that's going to happen in relation to it. And a six of clubs is a really strong card of like getting more in tune with our destiny, like what our real purpose is. So I wouldn't necessarily call those negative cards. Okay, that's good so, to hear. So why don't you let us know? Give us a call in July or something. Let us know how it went. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly will. Thank you so much. Okay, you're good. That's great. Thanks. Thanks, Nancy. I'm glad. I'm glad. Take care. You too. Take care. All right.
Okay, Elaine, I think you've been waiting for a while. Are you still there? I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Robert. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. So my birthday is June 25th, 65. So now I'm going to have the six of spades in the long range. <laughs> and mm-hmm. So how bad it can get. And it's about karma, but what, finance, uh, family, or just everything? Well here's, well, here's the thing. Okay. So six of spades is the strongest of all the karmic cards. Okay. What does karma mean? It means like it means like sort of paying the bills from the past. It's like if you haven't paid your bills for a long time and a six comes up, you're going to have to pay them. You understand? Mm-hmm. So your six of spades, it could be related to health. I mean, do you have good health habits or do you have bad health habits? Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah, I understand. If you, if you have bad health habits there's a chance you could get very sick. Mm-hmm. You, you understand? Yeah. But yeah. if you if you have good health habits, you have nothing to worry about. You understand? Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's, that's how it works. Like, I mean, I had a six of spades once, and I had an airplane crash. Cra- I crashed an airplane. Mm-hmm. But, but I crashed an airplane with that six of spades because I had been reckless for a long time before that. I had been reckless. I just never got caught being reckless with my flying at the time. And during that period with the six of spades, I crashed. It all caught up with me. You understand? Uh-huh. So it only catches up with people on a negative way if they have some kind of negative habit going on that, that has to get rectified. See? Does that make sense? Okay. It does. Thank you so okay. much. Thank you, Elaine. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, Tanya, are you there? Hello? Hello? Tanya, this is Robert. Hi, Robert. I didn't actually mean to press that little button. I'm trying to learn to navigate this app, but <laughs> since I okay. have you, um, okay. I heard you. <laughs> I heard you mention to that young lady about her being 45 and reliving like your birth cards again. And I'm in that same situation and I'm uh, new to all this. So can you explain that a little bit? Well, it's called the rebirth year. So you have all the cards you were born with most of the time. Not everybody has exactly the same cards, but most people do. About 80% have exactly the same cards. Okay. So you have an opportunity in the rebirth year to sort of like elevate your life to a higher level. Okay, like you, you, you've had 45 years to like figure out what's going on, and you have a chance now to access the higher side of all those cards. And it's also a blessed year. It's one of the it's one of the seven year blessed years. So you get good things come to you at age 45 as well. So depending on your, you have to understand. In order to really understand it, you have to understand what your life spread is all about. So if you read the description of your card in the love cards book, for example, that's all taken from the life spread. So all those issues that are pointed to in the love cards book about your card, you're going to have those come up again this year and you have an opportunity to transform the lower ones to the higher ones. Okay. And then, yes, it does. And then one more quick thing. Um, So in my birthday is 10, 31, 74. And so I'm one of those people that have, 
two different planetary cards. That's right. Mm -hmm. So when I'm doing my readings, is it important to do my birth card, both planetary cards, and a personality, or it, what? It, what's yeah, in my experience, in my experience, um, uh, Scorpios usually the Mars card, which in your case is the Eight of Hearts, um, is the one that I would focus on the most. Okay. But okay. as you get older, the Pluto card becomes more and more significant. So you're at the age now where you can start looking at both of them carefully. And okay. then you can judge for yourself. You know, you can judge for yourself um, how important, how are these cards matching up to what's going on in my life. See? Okay. You should Thank test you. this. You should always test this before you believe in it. Just test it out. You know, see, is this really, is this really accurate or am I just like, Hoping it's accurate. <laughs> right. Okay. Thank okay, you. Okay, Tanya. You're yes, welcome, thanks. Tanya. Take care. You. You as well. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, Ross Lyon. Are you there, Ross? Hello, Robert. Yes. Hi. Uh, my name's Christy. Oh. Um. It says Ross Lyon on the phone. Whatever. My husband. All right. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha, Christy. All right. What can I do for you, Christy? Um, my son um, is his school is closed, as all the schools are closed, as we all know, because of Corona, and I'm very, very upset about it. And um, he's only seven years old, and I feel like he's too young to be this isolated. Um, do you have any predictions on them being able to go back? Because you were saying this may be cleared up in three to four weeks. Um, what's the likelihood yeah, yeah, they yeah. You know, all this stuff is going to, it's all going to clear up. I mean, China, it's already over. It's over there. It's a history in China where it started. It's, you know, it's, it's old news um, because they've already contained it and there's no more cases. There, there's declining cases. Okay. That's going to happen here too. It may take a little longer because we're stupid. <laughs> we're the stupidest fucking country. Oh, excuse my language. <laughs> I didn't mean to use that word. But, you know, we just have too much bureaucracy. China is a totalitarian system. They just, the government says, this is how it's going to be. And that's it. Boom. There's, and there's bad and good to that. But the good is that they took care of the virus and they took care of their people. You know, the bad is that you're they're under your control. You're under their control constantly. So your kid, I mean, your kid might have he's the karma. July, he's July but, 6, 2012. Yeah, but I'm just saying he might have the karma that um, he doesn't do good one year of his school life. Big deal. That's not going to make a difference to anybody. You understand? Mm-hmm. In my own chart, I'm July 3rd. In my own chart, I have Mercury retrograde when I was born. And Mercury retrograde means that you, your intelligence just doesn't show up until it goes direct. So it didn't go direct till I was like, I think it was like 16 or something. And then Mercury went direct, and all of a sudden I realized I'm really smarter than most people in my class. But before that, I was dumber than everybody else. You know what I mean? So it's, mm -hmm. everybody's got their own individual karma. Your kid's going to do just fine. Okay. Yeah. Same birthday as uh, ex-President Bush. Bush Jr. Yes, yes, I'm well aware of that. And a bunch of other um, people. He's a jack of clubs, so he's very smart. Don't worry about it. <laughs> is there anything in his cards this year that's really bad, or anything well, I can do? Well, well, I mean, how is he taking this? Is this a is this a tragedy to him, or is this like a vacation? Mm, kind of both. 
Well, it's like all the Again, rest of us. You know, it's yeah. like everybody, we're all being affected a little differently by it. Uh, but, you know, not being in school, to me, that would be like, when I was young, man, getting out for spring break or summer break was like freedom. You know, it was like celebration for a time. Week, sure, but they're saying the whole school year, this could go on for months. Well, go on for yeah, it's going to go on. And it's going it's to go on for a while. I mean, I mean, it's hard if you have kids and now they're home all the time. That's hard on the parents, you know. Right. Uh, I mean, that too. Like, I, yeah, trust me. Um, we have a son in daycare. Thankfully, they're still open. But um, you know, if he was home all the time, that would be that would be very challenging, actually, to have him there. But we would get through. Right. We're all going to get through this, okay? Just mm-hmm. make the best make the best of it. Your son's going to be fine. His his success in life is not going to depend on this school year. Trust me. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Okay. Okay, Christy. Have a nice evening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see here. Ah, Nancy Seals, an old friend from a long time ago. How you doing, Nancy? Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> well, we'll find out. Um, <laughs> July 15th, 1942. Yeah, I remember you were seven of clubs. I mean, a king of clubs. King mm-hmm. of clubs. But when you yep. look at my cards this year, <clears throat> my Saturn cycle has a transformation card. Well, you're in Saturn right now with an ace of spades. You're still alive, however. I don't know how I you know. made it through, but somehow you're still breathing. My gallbladder <laughs> blew up. <clears throat> Your gallbladder blew up. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'm wow. supposed to go in and have the gallbladder taken out, but I can't because I have too much mesh. Anyway, so I'm a little concerned about that, although all the rest of the cards read like, ah, you're going to come through. I just have a positive Yeah, attitude. well, you have you have a ten of spades with it, which is a card of success and overcoming. So I don't think it's going to be – it's, 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 it's not going to take you out, I don't think. No. Okay. Nope. Well, I look at those six of spades because those always, when those come up, shit happens. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, especially if they're in Saturn. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But with the ace of spades, of course. So, yes. Yes, um, of course. And and I'm still reading eyes when I can find them. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. That's a joke. That's very nice. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. you're displacing the ten of diamonds in your other spread. You're in the most left spot. So you're not having really a bad year, okay? No. No. But I had a relationship that started last year, mm-hmm. and it only went three, four months, and then it ended, and he is um, <clears throat> January 1, no, oh, wow. January 11. 11th. Oh, three of spades? Uh, and jack yeah. of, I think. Anyway. Yeah, three, three of spades, they can't really commit to anybody. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, it's not your fault. You know. No, that's what he wanted. He's oh, ten, well. almost 10 years younger than me. But yeah. he skipped out in the night, kind of like, so to speak. Well, um, people that are threes and fives, you know, these odd numbers, they're, in spite of their best wishes and intentions, their life is very erratic, and stuff just happens to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, I uh, was kind of hoping for something good to come out of it because he's got some changes this year. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know if there's he's, any hope. Well, he's not, he's not showing up as like your result card, which is what you would look for to see if he's going to show up. 
he's not showing up as a result guard or something. So I don't think he's going to be coming back anytime soon. Yeah, that's what just, I'm getting. Just based well, on what I'm looking at here. So just, oh, you know, no. just take him out of your planning and leave room for somebody else to show up. That's what I would okay. do. Okay, great. That's what, I, that's what I would do. So now um, I have a girlfriend that's really interested in the cards, and I'm trying to encourage her, so I, I have her listening on another line because so, mm -hmm. she's got so much going on. And um, sure. uh, call in again. Can I ask a question for her? Uh, is she in the in, in the queue? I'd rather not. I got a lot of people in the queue tonight, so I'd like to get to them first. Um, but right. have her have her just call in next week and or next time we have a show and have her raise her hand to show her how to raise her hand so she can ask a question. Usually, yeah. there's not that many people, so. Kind of like my partner, really. Oh, okay. He's yeah. helping me a lot. Okay, well, it was really good talking to you, and I'm you too, glad Nancy. that I got because I am not. I mean, all this new stuff, you know, I, I don't know this new stuff very well. Sure. That's not I a use problem. the phone number. <laughs> well, you did good. You got through. So it happened. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> good talking to you, Nancy. Take care. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. I'm going to go to Lisa next. Are you there, Lisa? Hello, Robert. Hello. Um, I've been having really bad sciatica and like leg numbness, and so <laughs> I think I'm having a spiritual awakening. Because now I know which Lisa. Now I know which Lisa you are. <laughs> um, I've been listening to Eckhart Tolle, and I feel like it's breaking the shell open from all that. Because you grew up with chaos and drama. Oh yeah, absolutely. So how did yeah. you transform yourself to be a loving human being? Oh well, it's a it's a minute by minute thing, you know. It's about <laughs> it's all about like can I can I face the moment? Like every moment, it's a challenge, right? I mean, okay. every moment that comes up, it doesn't end. Um, maybe I maybe I show up like a loving human being, but I have my moments. Ask my wife, you know. We we both have our moments, you know. Well, I came to your class, and you were very loving towards everyone, and you didn't seem very. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you know, I, you, I, I, there's other stories that other people have. Trust me. <laughs> so anyway, do I have six of spades in Pluto, May fourteenth, fifty-eight? Hold on, let's uh, see. Because I have the software, but it says that today's date is a different date than today, and it said check my. Yeah, you got to set the date on your computer so it's correct. Yeah, yeah my you have. Yeah, you have a six of spades, Pluto. You do, but it's all this year's almost over. I only got okay. one more period left. Okay. So that's not that's not really an effect anymore. That's not really something that you've already gone through whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, I'm going through that's, it right now. That's already happened. Now you get the good stuff. You get eight of spades result and a two of clubs result. So you're gonna get the result cards which are always blessings at the end of the year. You're ready for that. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was just wondering when you went through your plane crash, did you have injuries? Did it did it did you have a spiritual awakening when that happened? They have an old saying in the, this is so funny, this is the whole aircraft flying community, you know. And their old saying is, any landing that you walk away from is a good landing. <laughs> okay. Any landing that you walk away from and you can still fly your plane is a great landing. Okay, well, I had a good landing because 
I walked away from it, no injuries, but my plane was total. Wow. You know, it was a landing that, of a plane that I was not familiar with. I was thinking of buying it, and wow. and I I really had never flown that kind of plane, and it had a much different glide characteristic. It gl it just would never come down. It just wouldn't go down. It wow. just kept going. You know, it just kept kept gliding, and um, and I missed the runway. You know. Wow. And uh, it. So anyway, that was my story. I ended up having to buy that plane too. Uh, I, I lost like thirty-five thousand dollars that day. <laughs> wow! Didn't stop me from flying though. I kept flying after you that. You kept, you kept going. Yeah. Yeah, because I just feel like all this negative thinking and all the childhood stuff, and then and and like you said, loving yourself more. I have time now to meditate, and I'm just spending time with myself and re loving myself as much as possible and reprogramming everything. Well, you got a nice card for that. You got a Queen of Spades in uh, your in Neptune right now, and your ruling card spread. That's a really good card of like going within and taking uh, some internal action to heal yourself. So that's a self mastery card, you know. Okay, good. And I was so supposed that, to do this retreat, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen right now, but maybe later. Do a spiritual retreat, you know. Well, I was going to have like Raja Shri come here, and because she, I feel like. She's really healing, you know. Okay. She's and sure. uh, yeah, but. Well, yeah, it can happen, it can happen, whatever. All right, well, thank you for listening. Great talking to you, dear. Have a great evening. Okay, you too. Bye, Love. Lisa. Bye. Okay, I'm trying to get to some people that have been waiting around here. Let's see, Carmen, seems like your name's been up for a while. Are you there? Hello, hello, hi, hello, Carmen. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Carmen Wildfire. What's what does that mean? Oh, you know, wild wildfire. <laughs> are you are you a wildfire kind of person? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm electric then wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> Must have a lot of fire in your chart or something. And I'm an Aries too. <laughs> there you go. There you, there go. you go. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, I wanted to ask you a question, not for me, but somebody else. Uh, born eleven eleven, eleven seventy eight. Mm -hmm. uh, Michael, he bought a house last year, discovered some hidden defects, wants uh -huh. to collect from previous owner. How would this work out for him this year with the cards? Well, he has a seven of spades right now in Mars, which goes until April the 17th. That's not a good time. That's not a good card for legal things. Okay. And, he's got a, and he's got a nine of diamonds long range, mm -hmm. uh, which is... I'm sure that he's really concerned about the loss of the money. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, I mean, overall, his card, the Nine of Clubs, has a King of Hearts and Mars. So they have pretty good legal karma overall, okay? So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He's got good legal cards in his um, other spread. He's got a King of Diamonds and Eight of Hearts and... But the other spread is very weak with two fives. So over, if I was consulting with him, I would have him hold off on any legal things until um, like the middle of April. Okay. Because yeah, also as a partner, I bet she, that's a, she's an eight of arts. Um, and I believe she has a king of spades and Mars right now. Well, if she's doing the, if she's doing well, the legal she, thing, then that would be good. Uh -huh. But if he's doing it, not so good. Together? 
Mm. Well, I mean, they're sharing this legal thing. Well, they're both owners, so. Yeah, well, have her do it and have him not do it. Okay. That's what I would do. If she had a king of spades of Mars, she should act right now. Okay, so we'll move right now. Yeah, that's what I would do. And have her do it, not him. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. She's got the the power right now, so let her She's got the power. Yeah. And by the way, you know, here in Montreal, um, all the schools, the daycares are closed tomorrow as of um, 12 o'clock at night. All the companies are shutting down. Yep. Until April 13th. Yeah. That's happening everywhere. Here we have all the restaurants. Well, the restaurants are still serving takeout food. Um, but um, you can't go inside and eat anywhere. Uh, all the gyms are closed. All the workout places are closed. All the schools are closed. You know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just. It's pretty much. That's what you got to do. You know, to get to have this. Yeah, yeah, virus sure. Stop, stop spreading. So. Yeah, yeah, and it's so going to be. I've seen your name so often, your email address. I'm like, who is this Carmen Wildfire person? <laughs> so I'm really glad you called in. I got to talk to you finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. All right. Have Bye-bye. a good evening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Who am I speaking to from the 913 area code? Hi. Uh, this is Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi. Hi. Um Wow, you get some interesting calls, that's for sure. Okay, Um, I have um, a question regarding uh, long-range cards, and I've been reading these, gosh, since the 90s somewhat, you know, and purchased from you, and I do a weekly reading as well. So my birthday, uh, Mm 10-18-56, and I feel I have really good cards, and I guess I'm I'm doing this – hopefully from an educational standpoint here. Um, I feel like I have great cards, but I'm one in the beginning, as you said. Um, you know, you lost a lot of, you know, money, you know, if you had a portfolio or in the stock market, so to, right. so to speak. And so I'm looking at this, and it looks really good. You know, my year has been good. But then I notice my next birthday um, you know, I, I, actually, I think my gar- my cards are great. In fact, I do a weekly reading, and that ten of hearts, I'm a teacher, that ten of hearts shows up eight out of ten times as uh, the environment card when I do my own weekly reading. Okay. It's, yeah, cool. which is really cool since this happened since school started in August. Um, and now things, of course, have changed. But then next year we have a nine of di- I have a nine of diamonds in a long range, and I feel like I've worked so hard at that, you know, get over the the poverty mindset kind of thing. Um, yeah. But what could that mean? Could, could that be something that actually um, affects this this part of my year? Because I too believe things will come back. I'm I have that great you know spirit that things. Well, yeah, okay. sure, sure. Well, first of all, one thing you did you didn't mention is the fact that you're in the pinnacle year this year. That's very, very significant. Wow. Are you aware of that? That you're in the pinnacle year. Not aware of it. No, nope. Well, get the book out and read the whole whole chapter about the pinnacle year. Um, I mean, there's a whole section in the chapter eight, I think it is, about the okay. pinnacle year. It's one of the most significant years of life. You should read about that. It's a year of great change. I've, I've got it right in front of me. I've got the book right okay. here. Okay. Yeah, good. So so read about that, okay, for this year. 
And yeah, I do think I do think the money is going to come back. I think the stock market's going to rebound eventually. Um, it's really overreacting, you know. But the stock market itself, you if you step back from the stock market, mm-hmm. you have to realize that it's gambling. It's gambling. It is gambling, and it's oh, really I- it's really governed by um, appearances more than anything else. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's not based on anything real. <laughs> I would well, never put I mean, my money has, in the market. Personally. You know, it's a base that has affected that, and all. I was just wondering, though, the nine of diamonds could also mean that maybe nine of hey, diamonds long range can be good or bad. It doesn't have to necessarily mean loss. It can mean that you get something you've wanted for a long time, or you gain something that you wanted for a long time. Yeah. Well, so, I'm hoping that poverty mindset because I thought well darn I hope it's not that because I feel really good about everything it is definitely a unique time you know but um, uh, you I have an eight of diamonds and Mars next year also yes and in a couple of years three years you have an eight of diamonds long range so your money is going to be fine it's not yeah. your, it's not a problem for you well, and it wasn't just my money again I was trying to understand it you know get the oh, education okay sure sure um, but sure, I mean, you know, it's not often. I, I totally think this thing has been overblown. And at the same time, you want to do everything you can to flatten that curve and get on the well, other Well, if you're a person that has all your money or the bulk of your money in the stock market, you have just gotten hammered in a big way. And you've uh-huh. lost a considerable amount of money. And that could freak somebody completely out. You know, it depends on their state well, of mind. Have- with in the people that I um, I um, invest with, I have great faith. Um, they're like number one in the country. I found okay. them completely by accident, completely by accident. Had oh. no idea once I got involved, and he became number one on CNBC. And here mm-hmm. I am, and you know, how well, see, <laughs> you're lucky. You know, you're a four of clubs. You're you're just lucky. You understand? Oh, well, thank you. I hope so. You know, no, I... you are. Look at your life. <laughs> You're already. You don't have to look in the future to find out the question, answer to that question. You're already lucky. <laughs> You've well, always been lucky. <laughs> yes. Got those four sisters of four clubs. Got a right lot in of this, right in the center of the whole spread in the Jupiter column. You. I know. You almost always get what you want. It's like you have nothing to complain about. <laughs> Again, came from an education, wanting to learn, because yeah, I yeah. love them. I yeah. just love the system. Well, well thank, thank you. you. Yes. Thank you for sharing. I really appreciate talking to you. Not a problem. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we're going to run out of time here, but I see a friend of mine, Katie Kirk. Are you there, Katie? Hold on. Having trouble clicking on Katie here. There we go. Oh, no. There we go. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Katie? Yeah, I can hear Uh, you, Robert. Can you hear me? Yeah, I had a hard time clicking on you for some reason. (laughs) I've been having a hard time with my app. This is my first time calling in. I'm so glad to talk to you. Hi. Yeah, same here. Same here. Great. Well, um, I'm I'm 112990. Um, but I just have a couple general questions for you, and I'm hoping that they will kind of lead from one to the other. Sure. Um, <laughs> so my first one is, since I'm the four of hearts and the six of clubs, is the life spread of the six of clubs 
as important as the life spread of the four of hearts, not in the yearly way, but like, is the six of spades my Mercury card just as much as it is my Saturn card? Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? It is? Yes, it, yes, it okay, is. That makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense for me. I seem to have, like, good luck. Six of spades for me usually means, like, karma in a good way. I feel like maybe because I am a six, I just, like, like karma, like justice, and, like... Well, the thing about the six of spades and Saturn for the four of hearts person is they have to be very careful about their health. Yeah, you know? definitely. They can't go, like, like party hard and stuff and get away with it like other people can. <laughs> the, yeah. it, it catches up to them. I mean, you're still young, but you'll see that you you will have to give up things quicker than your friends to okay. stay healthy. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to see that already. I definitely understand how that's true, and um, try to like be very preventative um, and healthy about my stuff accordingly. Um, my next Good. question was like, if um, you ever meet people who like you feel their planetary card like outweighs their birth, birth card. card. Sure, yeah, it happens all yeah. the time. It all okay. depends on where the person has placed their identity. See, it's all about okay. identity. Totally, and, and yeah, that can shift. That, and that can sh- and that can shift. Uh, that can shift over okay. time. It can a probably person, undulate back and forth, huh? Yeah, like a person could be more their birth card for like five years or so, and then all of a sudden kind of shift over to their ruling card more. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Ha- I feel that happens. happens. Yeah, it happens both ways. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and my next question, I think you'll think this is funny. I just like really have come to have started noticing how like my four of hearts and the six of clubs and like everything in my life spread while I do have cards in the crown line, like my, all of my cards lie in the Neptune, like row yeah. of illusion. And sometimes right. I'm like, am I just a delusional and crazy? Because I'm like such a, I feel like I'm a promoter of truth and fairness. And sometimes like people in the world just laugh at that, right? They're like, you're crazy if you think that could ever work that way. So yeah, well, the Neptune, the Neptune thing can it has a really good side and it has a, a potential downside as well, right? Yeah. Because I mean, uh, I've always considered myself a person. I'm not in the Neptune line, but I've always considered myself to be a person who made his dreams come true. And dreams have always been super important to me. And Neptune's all about dreams. Yeah. Okay, so it's just as much about dreams and inspiration and being inspired and inspiring others as much as it is about it's, it's only <laughs> It's only when, like, the dream is so strong that you're ignoring, like, some of the practicalities that really point in the opposite direction, you know. Okay, hell It's yeah. like falling in love with somebody who has had five failed relationships in a row <laughs> and thinking that you're going to make it work. Yeah, you, you I just did a relationship with Four of Diamonds today. He's a he's a May fifteenth Four of Diamonds and the Eight of Hearts, and love the guy. And we're like each other's Moon card and Mercury card twice over, and it's you know a really complex and intricate, beautiful relationship, but also just uh, maybe too much game <laughs> and inspiration and third eye chakra overload. Um. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I mean, you know, uh, I've always, I've, I've never been interested in anybody unless I had a Neptune connection with them. I always <laughs> go with Neptune. Oh, and so wait, do I have a Neptune connection with him because we're both in the Neptune? 
what, what he, he, he's a four of diamonds, right? Mm -hmm. And what's his yeah. ruling card? He's an eight of hearts. Eight of hearts. No, you don't have Neptune, but you have so many other connections with them. He's yeah, we have so many connections. It's crazy. I was just wondering if because we're in the Neptune line. Well, but he is a, the four of diamonds is the Neptune Venus card. So they're the born romantics. I mean, they're yeah. they're heavily heavily <laughs> dosed towards romanticism and finding the perfect partner, which can be a problem for them because they can. They're the ones that really can ignore, like, the fact that, you know, oh, I'm in love with her, but she's hooked on meth or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. He was just in a really dysfunctional relationship with a, a Scorpio Nine of Hearts on October 26th, and that yeah, kind well, of see, that's, her. that's common. <laughs> when you have Venus and Neptune together, it, sometimes it's just a little bit too much. So, yeah. You know, if he throws you up on a pedestal, just be careful, right? <laughs> I've already been thrown up there, and then I'm like, I don't want to be up here. I'm, <laughs> I'm over it. I don't uh, want to be on your pedestal. Sure. Um, <laughs> but that's great. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I really appreciate you. It's been really nice to hear everything. I wanted to say things to so many people um, through the throughout your conversations with them. Like, don't be scared of the six of spades and Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> it'll hopefully work out in your favor if you've been doing what you're supposed to be doing and I hope that the cards serve for everybody. Well, like I said, the only thing I mean, I I when I had my six of spades, it was in actually in Uranus and I did not see it coming, you know, but if I had yeah, if I had thought about it, if I had thought about it, I would have said, "You know what? I better be careful." <laughs> yeah, hopefully it just serves as a as a way for us to think about it more. I guess that was what I was trying to say. It's and, just and like to be a, more on your good yeah. stuff, you know, like yeah. Well, the, the old saying is, it's the cards are like driving with your lights on at night, so you can avoid the pit the pitfalls, yeah. the, the the holes, and so forth in the road. I love that. It is so true, and hopefully we can all use them in that manner primarily. It's so great. I've also loved doing the weekly reading. Oh, I will ask you, where did the quadration originally come from? Is that from the Mystic Test book? Like, uh, yeah, that is, it's taught in there and nobody knows where it came from. It's just okay. part and parcel of the whole system. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't invented by only Richmond or anything. It was just, it just came with the cards you know, somehow. Okay. You know. And how does the Order of the Magi, like, is that a thing I can hopefully join in the future? Or, um, well, <laughs> I, I'm planning to have um, a, a certification program again in the future. Um, okay. But it's going to take a while to me to organ. I have to sort of, I have to get a clear picture of exactly how it's going to be. And I'm still, it's still cogitating around in my head, basically. Yeah, absolutely. We have to give everything its proper time to germinate in our minds. That's, you know, exactly. no point forcing something before it's ready to come out, but I am excited to hear about it if and when it does. I will certainly let you know for sure. It'll be announced on our group for sure. Oh, thanks, Robert. I really enjoyed okay. this. It was great to talk to you. You too. Take care, Katie. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. All right, we're going over time, but I'm just going to take one more caller here randomly. I'm going to pick uh, whoever this is at area code 214, and then we're going to close. Who am I speaking to? Uh, this is Patsy. Can you hear me? Yes, Patsy, I can hear okay. you. Great. Um, I am August 30th, 
1958, Nine of Hearts. Okay. And um, last year, my yearly card was Two of Spades. This year, yeah. it's been Two of Clubs. Next year, it's Two of Diamonds. What's up with all the twos? Uh, well, it's people, usually. Twos are people. You know, you and somebody else doing something together. Okay. You have a Two, you have a two of Spades this year. Two of, um, two of Clubs this year. Are you born in 58? Are you born in 58? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have a two of spades this year, a two of clubs oh, last okay. year, and two of okay. diamonds next year. Yeah, that's a lot of twos. That's a lot of twos. Yeah. Sometimes people have those three twos in one year, and they have a back-to-back, like in one period, next period, next period. It happens that way, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, two of spades is cooperating with other people. You got a two of spades result this year, too, so... You might end up in some kind of a working partnership by your birthday. A good one. Um, yeah, that's actually been the whole year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but this result card means that it's going to have a happy ending, the whole thing. Okay. That's what that well, means. That's good. Yeah. 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 Okay. And, and what um, next year you have an eight of di- two of diamonds. Well, two of diamonds is like doing business deals with other people to be more successful. It's not working together, but it's, you know, doing business arrangements. Yeah. So for Nine of Hearts people, <laughs> the relationship thing is so difficult. Can you talk about that just a little bit um, from looking at mine? Sure. I've had lots of experience with eight, with uh, Nine of Hearts people. Okay. So it's... It, it's very difficult. The, the 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 hardest part about being a nine of hearts is that they don't see it in themselves. You know what I mean? Don't they see can't, what? They don't see the problem. They don't see how okay. they're the. They don't see how how they're the problem. Okay. I think it could take them most of their lifetime to to be able to recognize. Oh, it's this attitude that I have about relationship that's the problem. Because they start so, out in life, they start out in life like just completely um, sold on the way they are. You understand? They're like okay. they're just being it, and they don't know any other way. But somehow, the way they're being in relationship actually doesn't work. See? Yeah. So what I have found and discovered just recently is it's for me, it's about attachment. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, you know, that's the problem with every... I mean, that's... I'd say most of us have attachment problems, you know. Fear of abandonment, fear of being betrayed, fear of being hurt, being attached to somebody being a certain way, or having a certain idea. I had a Nine of Hearts client once. He wanted to find a marriage partner, and I, he had me look at so many different women, but they had to be blonde. <laughs> If well, they weren't blonde, he would, he would not date them. He wouldn't even yeah. consider them for marriage. Well, I, I'm currently um, in a in a dating situation with someone that is a November 14 and uh, 1979. Uh-huh. So when I look at the love cards connections with that, there's there's the Venus. There's several Venus connections. Um, both directions. There's 
there's Neptune. The most, there's the most important connection I see is the fact that he is a six of clubs and your second card is a seven of clubs. Okay. Explain that's, that. That's the strongest connection you guys have. That's the moon connection. The moon connection? And, yeah. He's the six and you're the seven of the same suit. Okay? Okay. So you're the leader. He's the follower. So huh. this this relationship will only go where you take it. So pay attention. What I just told you is worth a thousand dollars. Okay, where it's only going to go where you decide it's going to go. So you have to be the one who's making the plans. You have to be the one that decides where we're going, what we're going to do, how long we're going to be together, how it's going to be. You're the boss. Ah. And if you okay. don't take that role, it's going to fail. It'll be ugly. Okay, but if you step up, you're already doing it. You you're already doing it to some extent, or it wouldn't have happened. Okay, I mean, he's a lot younger than you, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're the old person. You're like the wise person. So he he wants he wants somebody to look up to. Hmm. And that's you. <laughs> you guys were probably okay. married in a past life, and he was your wife at that time. Yeah, according to the... Love cards, yeah, they definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys, definitely. you guys can. So he naturally fits. He naturally sets himself in that role of being the wife role with you. See now, because he, you don't remember that lifetime, but you still feel it. You feel that energy. Yeah, yeah, definitely feel that energy and the compatibility and right and the attraction and all of that. Yeah, lots of attraction there because you guys got a lot yeah. of. There's, some good ones in there, some fun ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome. Have a great evening. Thanks for calling uh-huh. in. Appreciate uh-huh. it. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, y'all. Thank you all for coming. This was like our biggest turnout. I figure it's because nobody's got anything to do, right? We got nothing to do. <laughs> just stuck at home. So, but thank you all for coming and for being part of the show. I'm going to put this up on our podcast tomorrow sometime so everybody can listen to it. I uh, hope you learned something. I appreciate you guys emailing me and giving me ideas for new shows. Uh, and uh, we're going to continue. And I'm going to try to get these out every couple of weeks because it's fun to talk and now is a good time to do it. So have a great evening and thank you for being here.